Okay. So We're guest starring my boyfriend, Sam. I sit next to Bean all the time. Come closer. And... I, I just, you know, we're both working at the same time. Sometimes we're on calls. She's kind of loud. She's making weird lip smacking noises. I do not. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I've always, I need better headphones. I already need, did need them. So I started looking at noise canceling headphones. Found these Sony ones, which are basically the, the t- tippy toppy goody goods. And I was like, like $300. $300. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, okay, uh, I'll get them. It's easy to return stuff on Amazon just in case if I don't like them. So let's just give it a shot. And noise canceling is a cool thing. Let's try it out. I got here. I was, I loved them the way they sounded. It sounded awesome. The, the noise canceling worked really well. I just didn't like the feeling of having them on my head all day. Like I got too uncomfortable and warm. It's like, oh, I'm just going to return them. But then Bean started liking them. <laughs> and okay, could, listen. Yeah. Susie, you're going to hate me. You're going to hate me. This is relevant to last episode. But listening to music with like $300 headphones is a spiritual experience. <laughs> I could not believe how how much it changed everything. And so I was like, listen, Sam, I'll give you $200 for these, which is like... She gave me $190. I gave him $190. <laughs> which is... Okay, which is less than he paid. He paid like right. 280 and then taxes. But... Um, then he still gets to use them because I own right. them. Okay. So he agreed. So now I am the owner of the most, like, this is the most hedonistic thing I own are these fancy ass <laughs> headphones. But I feel like an official podcaster. Like, I yeah. hear my voice so well. Damn. So this better improve our podcast. <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't improve it, that's on you, you know? That's on me. That's, that's on you. On me. Sorry, that's a weird way to that you can cut that out. I don't know. I think that's an excellent intro. Is Sam being really upset at you? Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. I'm Susie. And I'm Bean. Stay tuned for cum dumpsters and, I don't know, like, getting roofied and pennies in your womb? I don't okay, know. Okay, so you're not making this episode sound good, um, and it's not. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Strumpet Radio. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I started the Zoom call. Did I send you that link? Did you send me? Let me check. No, I oh, didn't. I fucking don't. Come on. Do you even Dude, like okay. me? You know, that's a great segue into what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. It's over? I'm breaking up with you. Why? What did no, I do? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Okay. Thank God. I How gotta... the hell do I invite you to Zoom? Just because remote podcasting is too hard, you know? Dude, I think remote podcasting has been easier than in-person podcasting. <laughs> also, it makes the edits it- are better. Yes, I was gonna say the editing is is way better because I can actually edit our individual tracks. So, thank I think you. that no matter no matter what happens, we should try to do individual tracks. From yes, now on. absolutely. I don't know how, but we will do it. Well, maybe we'll be using ZenCaster while we're in the same room. Who yeah, knows? we could probably like mute something and then and then it would be like I don't know. Yeah, I'm- actually, if we were. We don't need to talk about this on cast. We <laughs> might do it. Hammer out these teats. <laughs> uh, 
Wait. I'm I've had like three glasses of wine over the course of this evening. Uh not all at once. Yeah, right. Oh, I need to admit you. Yeah, come, let me in, uh, please. Come in. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not usually this messy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's been my mom for a second. Uh, we all do that. Like when somebody um freaking sees you for the first time and you say, "Oh my god, I'm not normally like this." And then that's yes. never true. It's never true. You do that with your whole personality. Yeah, like, I'm like I'm not <sighs> I'm not like this. Like I'm normally like a really cool and interesting person. I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> not normally like that. <laughs> um, it's really funny because my mom, like, we will go visit. Me and Sam will go visit her, and and she'll say, "Oh my God, it's not usually this messy." Like she'll do that whole thing. I'm like, Mom, I lived here for 19 years. <laughs> I know what it's like. It's okay, right? Like you can just accept. Like yeah. yeah. I you had five kids. That's what's gonna happen. What you had five kids. They're not gonna be maids. I wish we what? were all maids. That Children cool as hell. don't don't come out and and then one year later they're a maid. That's not how they work. You know, I thought it was. I was buying all these infant maid outfits, but <laughs> <laughs> turns out it's not true. It's not how that works. It's like really disappointing, and I kind of like don't love my kids, but I can't like do anything about it. Damn, dude, that is tough. Did you see? Did I send you that article? Fuck. Okay, I don't remember. This is the problem. I go into the podcast with zero research, but it was like a like a staggering, like fifty one percent of women had at one point experienced regret over having kids or something. Ooh. <laughs> Not like permanent regret. Like yes, I regret my kids, but like there was a point when I thought maybe I regret this. Also, like that's just the women surveyed who are willing to to say it. Yeah, because I feel like that's a huge thing with with moms is like they they bear so much of the the burden of guilt in parenting that they would never want to outwardly admit that to anyone, even though like that's real. I mean, like you do anything that takes up that much of your life, you might regret it at some point. <laughs> like, hey, I kind of miss masturbating. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Kids are constantly <laughs> busting in the room. <laughs> saying mom stop masturbating I'm like, when i'm trying to bust a nut okay. <laughs> <laughs> this already proves that i'm much more fun when i'm drunk yeah right, Sam? <laughs> sorry Cindy, what are you saying <laughs> uh no um i was just saying that yeah we should probably be drunk for every podcast we're probably going to discover that not a great habit to start but <sighs> whatever we are in quarantine my guy with no definite ending like sorry uh, i'm gonna become an alcoholic you can't stop me <laughs> it's so funny sam's parents are like wine parents you know this and they're like so excited when i drink with them like they're full-on <laughs> enablers they bought like it was my my pop- papa in-law's birthday today and they bought like this moscato that I like, and they're like, "Oh, oh here you go! Oh, oh. <laughs> it worked clearly. You guys got here me." <laughs> um, yeah, I always like going over there because uh, I always get offered drinks, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess I'll have like one." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's amazing. She'll like, like Sam's mom will just produce a charcuterie board out of nowhere and oh, like yeah. a bottle of wine. And you're like, what? What? Guess I live here now. <laughs> That's amazing versus um, me just finding the like, okay, so 
we had a lot of alcohol at the start of quarantine and mm. it's very small it's a very small amount now and i'm scared because i'm the only one that drinks in this house oh shit so i'm just like i rummage through the cupboard and i find the like quarter bottle of vodka and i'm like drink time and then i <laughs> dump it into my like lemonade and lacroix mix and i say Yum. <laughs> so sad. yummy juice time juice time uh, let's go yeah sam's mom like literally she bought me two things of irish cream that's crazy She's just like dude i got you covered i don't know it's you know might might come out of this with a drinking habit. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who is to say at this point? <laughs> There's no one to say. There is nobody to say anything. The streets are empty. Streets are empty, so we can do whatever we want. That's the what streets I'm... are as barren as my womb. You know what? It's so sad. It's not. I'm oh happy God, that so my sad. womb is barren. Your womb is barren. You don't have a baby cooking up in there? Because I have one in mine. Oh, how did that happen in quarantine, Susie? I don't really. Susan. I don't really want to. Eric, st- I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say anything to that. I don't want to respond to that question. That's fine. You're allowed to do that. Um, but it the viewers will turn against you, the listeners. Okay, the viewers. They're already on my side anyway. So they're on fine. your side. Yeah, I get messages every day that are like being you. Ha- Susie is so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to get off this podcast Susie is so bad for your mental health and I'm like but our 10 listeners our 10 listeners will not listen to us we're <laughs> not together great yeah shit. so wait what were you appreci- is that what you said no I said great shit but great it was shit. nothing what were you saying I love okay. recording over this so way. me too Um, I have yeah I have a baby in my womb oh um, yes. <laughs> God, why is this a tangent I'm going on? I have it in there so it can get scooped out, though. But we know this about me. <laughs> we know that I get a recreational abortion every month, and quarantine is not going to stop that. I'm just going <laughs> to ask Kate to do it for me with a hanger, and I don't think that's too big of an ask. Whoa. I thought you'd use an ice cream scooper. Oh, that's actually is really that wrong. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Give me a smoother scoop. Tiny, tiny scoop. Yeah, it's not very um, big. Pretty gross. I'm reading Genesis for my religion class. And, well, I'm reading like a guided version of Genesis that focuses on the women in it. Okay. And so far I've learned about two two characters, Sarah and Rebecca. And like major features, major traits for them is that their wombs are barren. Okay. Uh, so that language is really stuck in my head. It's just like, these yeah. are the only women in Genesis. All you need to know about them is that their wombs are <laughs> barren. <laughs> they are dry in there. Dry is the Sahara. It's I've Sahara. been saying that a lot. Sahara yeah. wombs. So- <laughs> <laughs> um, I- it's, been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it kind of has. We, like, never talk anymore, and I think that's because you don't want to talk to me. Yeah, well, I've been finally listening to all those messages. Oh. They say, Susie's toxic. You gotta stop talking to her. I'm like, listen, I gotta record with her every week, but that's (laughs) it. (laughs) That is my limit. One hour per week. (laughs) Um, 
I I have just been absolutely terrible about doing anything that takes any effort at all. So mm. half of that is on me. I don't get any like, dude. So I was texting someone yesterday from from my job that is that I'm currently not employed at thanks to the Rona. <laughs> um, and they started texting me and like we were mid conversation and I was like I'm kind of sleepy. And I, like, didn't even, like, like I didn't nap for any, or anything. I just was, like, I'm going to lay down on my bed. And then it has been, like, more than a day since I responded. They asked me a question, and I haven't responded to them yet. And I'm, like, this is too oh. much effort for me to talk to someone that I haven't really talked to before. What and was the question? It was just asking, like, what I was doing. It was, like, oh, how are you, what are you doing during this, like, gloomy day or something? Just something normal, like, you know? And I was just, yeah. like, I can't answer that. <laughs> and then I, like, like, it's so bad. And, like. We were even talking about doing uh, the fucking our a little thing in our friend group about like jokes and everything. And yeah, I literally I forgot. Joke. I was like, oh, today isn't Tuesday. It's Thursday. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we, pushed it, we pushed it to Saturday. You got time to write an I, hour set. Do I have time to write an hour set? Do you <laughs> no, think that's. Wait. Well, whatever. Wait, I can just. Five minutes. I can just go up there and cry and everyone will be like, that's fine. Yeah. It's going to be low pressure. I've been, for the listeners at home, I've been really pressuring my friends to try doing stand-up, like, just in our group. Because, you know what? I make fun of those dudes who, like, force you to like the things they like. But I am that man. I am. I'm saying, you guys, writing jokes is easy. <laughs> Let's all do it. I I assume that the reason you were wanting us to do this is... So you can be much better at something than us. Like that's not that's not it. I think but that it, might be it. It is that I really want to do it because I'm starved for attention. <laughs> so I'm like, if like two other people do it, not that weird if I do it too. I uh, interesting. You know, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense but also, for someone. I think you guys are really funny. Oh, that's sweet. You know that is true. Our friends are fucking hilarious like when i talk to them like you get you get so used to your friends being like really really funny but then you talk to people that aren't like your close friends mm-hmm. and they think you're fucking hilarious and and they're not that funny to you and you think oh that's because i'm surrounded by people that are so funny and so like you just absorb each other's like humor and jokes and you like bounce them off each other and then you go talk to some people that sense of humor their sense of humor is shaped by the office and you say oh yeah i guess you're not (laughs) you're so shady today (laughs) am i wrong bean uh no i think we've talked about this before like humor is a skill and not everybody has it yeah exactly and that's okay and also there are very different kinds in theory in theory There okay, so there's like really clever, well thought out humor, and then there's the humor that men like to say that they have dark humor, and it's actually just like Rick and Morty quotes, and then them <laughs> saying something that's like really racist or misogynistic, and I'm like, I don't think, I don't think you know what dark humor is, guy. They're just gonna they'll say some shit like, you know, what, black people just have a lower IQ, and you're like, that's fucked that's- up and not accurate, and they're like, I just have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> that's that's it that's exactly what they do it's amazing oh god it's Um, it's terrifying (laughs) yeah wow sorry i don't need to make this a let's hate on people that aren't 
funny in my opinion but this is <laughs> i guess it's just because i spend too much time talking to men on like dating apps and i'm like you guys are not funny and you think that you are and you're just objectively not funny so sorry okay. objectively not funny is strong but oh my god have you talked to these men <laughs> they no, are not. i've been kind of tempted to jump on like bumble bff and just to oh, like banter with people yeah, yeah i miss banter <laughs> um banter <laughs> Okay, but uh, Love is Blind, oh. fucking Bar- Barnett and Amber were those people. <gasps> like, they thought they were so funny. And it, it literally, like, and I'm not even trying to hate on them. Like, they would say a normal sentence and then laugh. And I'm like, yes. maybe they're on a different level than I am. Maybe they're, <laughs> maybe this is too high IQ for me. I don't know I'm, what's so funny here. <laughs> Amber was quite the genius. Remember? She, she did, was... Barnett, even smarter somehow. I don't even know how that's possible to be smarter than Amber, but he was. They were both like that. They were both so like weird. It was so it, weird. It was strange. I mean, uh, it really... What? Sorry, did I cut you off? No. Okay. If I'm a little bit tipsy, I'm going to cut you off way more, and I'm so sorry. That's what we're doing, and it's over fucking the internet. And I just keep going, uh, into the mic. So it's fine. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Well, it's great, because I can just, like, mute us. Like, that's actually something that I've noticed, is that, like, if I'm talking over you unnecessarily, I can just mute myself when I go back and edit it. Oh. It's so nice. Yeah. Okay, we're definitely doing double tracks. Oh, we got it. <laughs> it's amazing how much bullshit. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Um, when I was watching Love is Blind, that's kind of what that just reminded me of is just, I mean, just watching like very conventional people that are, their main focus is like their career, which is like, I'm a, a senior manager at this <laughs> kind of like just oblivious or not oblivious, um, ambiguous company, or I'm a yeah. trainer. And then they're, they're like, so that's the, their career. And then their, their main interest or focus is like finding a marriage and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, when they have conversations, you're like, wait, how are you guys getting, in- like, how are you guys, like, laughing? I don't understand what you're laughing at. <laughs> I know. Like, what are you, la- what are you, like, the whole time. The only, okay, the people who were actually kind of funny was Diamond and the bisexual guy. <gasps> what was his what's name? His name? But, f- fuck. fuck. It was a fancy name. It was, like, Carl- Carlton. Oh, yeah, Carlton. Yeah. But they were kind of, you know, not. That didn't work <laughs> out. It didn't work out. Uh, that's too bad though because i was rooting for them because i remember even saying like these are the only people who have had like banter like these are the only people who seem like they could be friends yeah Um, yeah (laughs) the love is blind podcast now i fucking been we binged that shit yeah it was amazing that's what it's all about i genuinely loved it okay lauren was the only sane person on that show and i will yes die on that hill that is well because lauren and cameron fantastic couple they were good i was shocked they were so they were so cute and they seemed I was like shocked that like a healthy couple came out of this yeah so. right right one healthy <laughs> couple that's so cool they i found mean found each other amber and barnett were probably somewhat healthy they were just awful they were awful that's to true. like people like as individuals i never want to interact with them but they were fine for each other they were good for each other because they both were that same type of person who like just thinks they're so like quirky and funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) like literally i remember a scene where barnett they were in the kitchen or something and barnett was just like oh here you can put like the leftovers in this container and amber was like (laughs) 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 i think i need 
to adopt that personality? What do you think? People would probably like you. For once. Some some people would. Because, okay, I ha- do. You ha- I understand where Barnett's coming from. Because I have a weakness for people who laugh really easily. Because that's where I get my validation. Right. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. Ooh. That's like, low-key would date Amber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's... I mean, I... 100% that is part of my criteria is whoever I date has to find me funny. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like they have to know, and, and beyond just like they laugh sometimes at my joke, like they have to know that I'm funny and also accept mm-hmm. that I'm probably funnier than them. I'll freaking say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Susan. Okay. Don't condescend me. You know it's I'm true. I'm condescending you. Well, you know it's true. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it for like a minute and you'll be like oh yeah yeah she's oh yeah <laughs> um anyways yeah so that's a criteria is somebody that like laughs at your joke so i can see that wanting to date someone that is like oh, oh but it's also just like it's so insin- it feels so insincere at that point like you that's say true. you're like oh no we missed our bus ha <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean that's just like an insane person. Yeah. Which yeah. Amber was. So Yes. I know that she was edited manipulatively. Oh, especially sure, yeah. dude, the scene where she met Barnett's family. <gasps> my that was, was my favorite. Like, oh my god, that's so this funny. This is edited so insincerely. Like it doesn't even make sense in a human. It really didn't, yeah, because it like the flow yeah. didn't make sense. But I still liked it. Like I still enjoyed thinking that her that his family found her repulsive. That was so funny to me. <laughs> I really speak my mind. You mean when he farts on me? And then everyone just like, dun dun. And everyone's like staring at her. That was so good. Yeah, they were like, oh, how are you like coping? And she's like, bottoms up. (laughs) God, that show was amazing. It was trash, but it was so good. I'm sorry for the listeners who haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, this is uh, a weird segment, but also... It's a weird segment, but little, I got thoughts. You got thoughts, and they got to come out into the world. Sorry, sorry, haters. And I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely drunk. This is Strumpets After Dark. Yes. It's dark, and we're drinking. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking the listeners. I'm waiting for the response. Can you guys tell that I'm drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, moving on. This has been great. That Um, that makes me think about the like party culture, which I one hundred percent do not understand. It's people that are like, I like to party. I have never understood what like to party even means. Like I I don't don't know. It's like okay, yeah. Any party after it gets over like twelve people. I yeah. can't do, you can't have a human it's, conversation. It's anymore. not yeah, exactly. And that that to me is the fun part of parties is like just goofing with people, but it's like so loud and <clears throat> people are just like drinking to the point of like of like maybe hurting themselves very badly. <laughs> and then and then they're like, Yeah, that was fun. And I'm like, what are you talking? I don't under- I don't understand. And I know I sound like a total fucking nerd right now, but like We I, are. We are. And that's fine. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with accepting that about myself. But I truly, like, when people are like, yeah, I like to party. It's, like, that can range from either, like, yeah, I like to have a couple of beers with, like, some of my friends to, like, I like snorting coke off, 
off like you know like a sex worker's body yeah exactly it's like uh, yeah we just do that and we like break a couple of of windshields and 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 yeah it's like fine like i don't understand what people mean by that and like it it has never made sense to me and it it, yeah parties that are over over 20 people i'm just like yeah no i'm good (laughs) you know yeah i mean it depends on the the venue that's true the venue is a big you need space to be able to break off and have conversations right yeah that's true and that's that's the <laughs> I don't know why I'm like going over the logistics of parties. No, you should. The logistics but of parties. The logistics yeah. of drowning in parties. That's what this when- episode can be called. <laughs> when I get excited to go to a party, I'm like, I'm excited to like meet some individuals and like talk to new people. Okay. Yeah. It's- yeah. But I think some people genuinely like dancing, maybe. I'm not really into dancing. Well, the so- thing is, dancing would still be fun to me, though. Like, you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not like some of those like, yeah, let's go dancing. But like, if it was like a party where there was like 25 or 30 people and there was like a dance floor and people were genuinely like having a good time, I could be, I could be into that. But I feel like I just haven't really experienced that before where like there's genuine like, we're dancing and we're having a fun, goofy time. I don't know. Like, I guess it's just, there's always this, this weird, it's like when you go, like the one time I've been into a club, people were still trying to like have conversations in little groups. Like, it's mm. like people still try to do the thing that you do at small parties, just in an awful setting for it. So I freaking said it and you said it. <laughs> and I think that what we're exposing is that we haven't actually been to a lot of conventional parties. Because I don't want to. They're <laughs> fucking lame. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really strong. <laughs> Listen, we still have the dream of going to a frat party and getting roofied. We will make it happen after quarantine. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Boys, I'm just, everyone, I'm setting my drink down. Gonna go (laughs) go walk over here. Yeah. I mean, I just want the sleep. I want to get a good night's sleep finally for once in my life. (laughs) You know? I'm just such an insomniac. Someone please roofie me. Someone just, I'm gonna leave this here. I'm gonna come back in about five minutes. You go up to like the the frattest looking dude. You're like, dude, you got the good stuff. He's like, oh, coke. And you're like, no, it's fucking roofies. I just want to go to bed. I just need to fall asleep. I don't really care what you do to me. I just need to sleep. <laughs> just don't wake me up. <laughs> terrible bit oh my god (laughs) but that's why we want to go to a frat party so frat boys hit us up frat boys hit us up with that ribe what's it called i don't know because they don't roofie people damn it yeah i used to know barbitol (laughs) that's not it okay that sounds like like you're on the right path there okay thanks listen anyone any date rapists out there (laughs) Send me a message. Let me know what roofies are called. <laughs> oh, All of our listeners that are date rapists, we know who you are. Send us a quick message. <laughs> That's our primary demographic. <laughs> like, out of the ten listeners, eight of them are date rapists. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get canceled. We got canceled last week by the Swifties. We <laughs> canceled every fucking week, and it's always by David. <laughs> David just loves to cancel. It's his hobby. He's just waiting with bated breath every week to cancel us. It's like waiting for a racial slur to slip out. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm so ready. Susie doesn't edit it out. 
Yeah, <laughs> just leave it in there. Yeah, they needed to know what Bean's yeah. thoughts of this racial group are. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God, this has been a great time. I've been having a great time so far. We've only been like I'm recording actually, for, yeah. for 27 so minutes. 27 minutes. I'm having the best time I've had all week. I think great. we should intentionally abstain from talking to each other so that it all comes out in this hour it's not bad it's not a bad idea yeah <laughs> i don't like, want to do that though. well we should yeah i mean we, we could just like maybe intentionally not have a conversation the day before like an in-depth conversation good. and then we have like yeah. more more material to bring up yes we only blue ball each other for one day instead of a week yeah i could not blue ball you or myself for a week that'd be too hard i know do you believe? <laughs> I was going to say, do you believe in blue balls? <laughs> I have my doubts. Sam says it's a real thing, but. Well, it's like, it's a thing where it's like the feeling. I'm sure it's kind of there. I mean, I felt the feeling too, where you get like very aroused and then you don't have any release. It, like hurts. And so there's a little bit of like, like, ah, oh, I wish I, I wish I could get off real quick. But like, like the way the way society and men have been framing it for years is like, it is the most painful sensation I've ever <laughs> felt, and you have to suck my dick to cure it. It's the only cure. I physically cannot get myself off. <laughs> yeah, this is impossible. You have to be the one. Um. Cause I, it's funny. Uh, I was actually thinking about that today. Cause I was thinking about the first time I ever hooked up with somebody, and since mm-hmm. I was twenty years old, cause I was old when I lost my V. That is not. I old. know it's not old. Um, but I was thinking about the fact that like I was, I hooked up with him, uh, and then, but then I like didn't want to have sex with him, and so I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not gonna have sex with you, and then he's <laughs> like. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't want to be crass or anything, but you're like kind of giving me blue balls here. And I was like, I was like, you're gonna be fine, dude. Like so anyway, I was like, I, I don't know what to tell you. How do they expect you to be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry that you're not gonna like. I'm not gonna touch your dick for you right now. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad for you. Poor BB. <laughs> I know. You just want that hand job. Oh, poor BB boy. I feel so bad for you. I'll give you a sympathy handy. Yeah, so I've talked to, because Sam says it's just like a temporary sensation. Like it'll happen, right. and then either you take care of it or it just like goes away. Right, I, yeah. Uh, so it's, I think, it, yeah, it's, it's probably just like all things in that vein where. Men just like super exaggerate it. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this. You could reframe the situation as two like male podcasters. Like, do you believe in the female orgasm? <laughs> I think women are just exaggerating it to get. Sex. Okay, but this is so different than that. We know it's fucking different because this has been a manipulation know, tactic for like yeah. years. You know, like so many poor women out there truly like. <laughs> were guilted into having sex with an awful awful mm. man because their sex education was shit and so and dudes yeah. have that power and they're like uh, yeah you should touch my balls touch them um <laughs> please i'm so desperate i just love the idea of you like sitting on a bed like i'm not gonna have sex with you 
<laughs> we were on a couch. Thank you very much. That's so powerful. Yeah. Twenty isn't twenty isn't that old to me. I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah. I mean twenty. I know. Oh what? Carrie, go, go on. Go oh, on. I was just saying. Yeah. Twenty. I, the only reason why I ever think of it as being like old, I guess, is just because like it. I mean, it, you know what? It makes no sense. It's just because I like read averages one time where I was like, the average age of losing one's virginity is sixteen, and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. god. So I mean, old. that's an average. It though. is that's an average, middle, yeah. you know. Plus, it doesn't. It truly doesn't mean anything because, like, all the people, you know, it's like you know people that lost their virginity at like every single age, and I don't mm-hmm. think it has ever, like, you know what I mean. Like, it has nothing to do with somebody's like, like who they are as a person. It's always no. the circumstance. Yeah. It's just like, oh, these two band kids hooked up when they were twelve. God, that's just like twelve is too young. That's like kind of sad. Young, it's disturbing. I don't like to think about that. Um, What were you gonna say? You were eighteen. I was eighteen. I don't remember what I was gonna say. I don't remember losing my. You don't remember? Wow, (laughs) fast asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I was eighteen when I lost my virginity, and also that was the first time I was roofied. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, also, okay, this is, like, old news. The concept of, like, losing your virginity oh, yeah. is so blurry. I don't really have, like, a time where I'm like, that's the time I lost yeah, it. right? Because it's... Never it's... gotten it back. <laughs> where did it go? <laughs> Somebody help. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Also, like, yeah, if you... Because it's, like, if you make it a huge deal, it's very upsetting when, like, having sex for the first time wasn't with someone that was super cool or good or whatever, because... <laughs> Boy, yeah. howdy. My first, my first time I was such a bad person looking back. I just can't get over the fact that he was such a shitty human being. And I'm like, wow, I really... It's really funny, too, because I was so excited for you. I mean, I was excited, too, dude. I finally get to touch a penis. It's good, though. Like, it's lame uh, that he was shitty, obviously. Right. But also, you know, I feel like for you, you were kind of like, I just want this to not be... Yes. A big deal anymore. Exactly. exactly. And it's only you're slowly moving up. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I'm rooting for you. I don't regret it, is the thing. Even though he's a shit person and I would have handled things differently now and just like call him out mm-hmm. of being shit, like I'm, I'm still totally like, I'm glad that happened. Because like it really mm-hmm. did, like, there shouldn't be a burden on you, like, of not having had sex yet or anything that's like stops you mm-hmm. from dating. But for me, there really was kind of this like, kind of like a hurdle like almost where i felt like weird about i was like oh i just you know like i want to feel free to like go out and whatever hook up with people if i want to but i still felt weird that i hadn't had sex yet with anyone mm-hmm. so just kind of like doing it and then i was like cool i did that i know how easy did it is fucking easy dude <laughs> pretty easy <laughs> just uh Not too complicated. you mash your genitals together and hope something happens yeah that's what i've been doing for five years and um no babies yet, so <laughs> excellent. I think job. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's fine though. If you don't have any babies, that's fine. We're doing. I, I do not want them. I've yeah. got a thing of hunk of copper in there to you keep them out. Do you stuff like eight pennies in there? I was like, that's kind of gross. Listen, babies are afraid of pennies because hear me out. If you pick up a penny on the tail side, it's bad luck, and babies <laughs> cannot afford to have bad luck. Whoa, dude! I've never heard of that. That's before. why I've been putting pennies in my cooch for years. 
Every morning I get up, shove one way up there. <laughs> this is <laughs> woo. This is a great episode. <laughs> everything, everything you've said has been so funny to me right now. This is so funny because this is the polar opposite of the last episode where oh we were God. like, okay, we can do this. We <laughs> just gotta come up with an hour of content. Just rally, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just we're like, now we're tipsy and we think we're so funny. <laughs> we're fucking hilarious. Because we can make each other laugh really easily when we're tipsy, so we just, like, love it. That's all that matters. All that matters. I think this episode, you should edit out all the laughter and see what it's really <laughs> like. <laughs> Are blue balls real? Yeah, I don't know, but I got roofied the first time I had sex. Also, I put eight pennies on <laughs> my cooch. Like, fuck? <laughs> don't tag it as comedy. Tag it as women's health. <laughs> laughter i bet our podcast would be like half the length sometimes oh. i listen to it and i'm like this is just us laughing it is and i always always have this like debate where i'm like should i cut i actually do cut out a fair amount of laughter because there's a lot of times where like i'll cut the laugh the time that we're laughing in half and it's still, like pretty long yeah but i also feel that like it's sense. weird when there's no laughter like when somebody says something funny and it's just like to the next subject i'm like that seems awkward seems like one of us didn't laugh at the other one i don't know yeah i think no laughter is a bad idea um and I haven't been noticing you cutting out laughter, so that means you're doing a good job. Because we definitely do sometimes just laugh for like a minute about yeah. things that probably don't warrant a minute of laughing. Yeah, but, but that's we just the state we're in. That's who we are. Yeah. Listen to this. Oh, Ooh, that's slick. Is that your vagina with the pennies in it? <laughs> yep. Blinking <laughs> yep. around, tearing <laughs> off the babies. Get away, babies. I don't want you in here. That's what I say. Mm-mm. There's no moisture in here for you to sap. <laughs> okay, wait. This, this leads into my, my next thing. Because I actually wrote... I wrote down one thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh, I said, yay. I said, okay. So I was on Pornhub for research purposes only. <laughs> and an ad for a supplement to increase your volume of semen like came on. Oh, <laughs> and I said, what the fuck am I looking at? Who would want that? Why oh, would... my God. And so it made... God, it's got me thinking. I'm like, why is that even... I mean, there's so many bullshit things about, like, masculinity. And then when you tie mm-hmm. it into porn, it just, like, makes absolutely no sense. But, like, mm-hmm. the volume of semen that you the ejaculate. <laughs> who would want <Okay>. more? <laughs> Ladies, we've all been there. We get a guy off. We see the semen. We're like, that's... That's it? Not enough semen. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not enough to satisfy me i yeah i don't fucking supplement i don't feel good right now i mean dude the the, the ad was horrifying too because it was just <laughs> like take a screenshot oh, i didn't i should have i was it. just i was too busy in my research i wasn't really thinking <laughs> um <laughs> weren't thinking about the cast Susie. <laughs> Come on. Um, it was like two cups, like two clear plastic cups, and like like Elmer's glue being squeezed into them, where like one of them was like half <laughs> full and the other was completely full. And I'm just like That's a good ad though. I don't understand. like I have never considered the amount that a man ejaculates to be anything sexy at all. Like I've never like 
wow all this cum more (laughs) (laughs) wow babe that's a lot of cum thank you thank you for putting that all over my body it's i'm so happy because that means you you had such a good sex you know (laughs) thanks (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) was it like a fertility thing i don't know it looked like it's just like protein powder that was supposed to increase your amount of like semen that you that's like the opposite of what i want i mean if i'm being honest exactly exactly that's okay so that's what i'm thinking it's also like so it just got me thinking about like the sexualization of semen which is kind of strange Mm. like how how vital it is to porn where it's like yeah come (laughs) um and then also like okay Maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but like Ooh. it feels like there's so much desire to like come inside like if you're if you're a man if you're a male and female partner and you're fucking there's a lot of desire to come inside your female partner and mm-hmm. that to me feels like a breeder fantasy. I will fucking say it. Like I don't want you to come inside me cuz that makes me feel <laughs> like I'm going to get pregnant. Like it just feels like I'm going to get pregnant. <gasps> and it's like why do you want to do that? Do you want to get me pregnant? Is that why you want to do it? Okay. That's what it feels I, like. I agree with you in some sense. Okay. But I think we need to we need to really think about what we're saying when we say breeder fantasy. <laughs> Cuz like that's what the biological drive for sex is. It's a breeder so fantasy. I, I know. That's what so, I'm saying. You know like it makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, even it if makes it's sense like to you. dumb. But it's like, well, yeah, it makes sense that that's what you would want. That's what you'd like. Feel Interesting. Yeah. Urged to do. Um, also, breeding, the fact that breeding is a kink, it just shows how far we've come with birth control. <laughs> yeah. Which I love personally. I do I love, love that. that. Um, so you know what? Breeders do your thing. <laughs> well, but here's my problem with that is that, like, I feel like the, the, a lot of the men that are asking for this, they're asking, they're like, come on, let me come inside you. It's like, they're not. Well, that, that should never be how it is. You know, it should never be like, come on, babe. Well, I'm sorry. Being this the reality of who we are as people. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I mean, it's just like, but they're not thinking about that. They're not thinking like, like, oh, that's strange that I, I, I am asking to do the thing that will get, that could possibly get this woman pregnant. Right. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I've never had a problem when I'm like, I'm too afraid. I don't want to get pregnant. Nobody has ever been like, what? Like, because they don't want to get me pregnant either. I will bleed right. them dry for child support. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm just thinking about how funny it is that, like, that's so accepted that, like, men want to come inside you even if they don't want to get you pregnant. And it's like, you're, that's just unsexy to me because it could get me pregnant. Like, I don't want to have sex to get pregnant. Listen, <laughs> we all know I have problematic kinks. You want to get pregnant. I don't want to get pregnant. But I'm not going to complain about, you know, I feel weird because my sisters listen to this and like they've been talking to me about it. <laughs> like, youngest I don't want her to know my thoughts on okay. the, the breeding kinks. So you want to get cummed in. You're come you're come dumpster. I knew it. 
Okay, here's my perspective on it. Okay, tell me. Honestly, if if I were just thinking about me, I would be like, no, because the cleanup is just so much worse. Yeah, that's always been a um, huge thing of mine. I'm like, I it's already kind of gross stuff to like. You think it's gone? It's not. Mop uh, it up. <laughs> but what I've heard from um one men. man in particular, <laughs> I can't even disguise it. Yeah, there's uh, no getting around it. Is that it? Like feels it feels better because you don't have to like worry about pulling right. out or anything. That's what that's, that's so. Ugh, yeah. Which, which okay, I'm in a very long term monogamous relationship, so that's not problematic. And I just I want my partner to have like a the best experience possible. So as long as I'm comfortable, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go. Yeah, I guess I'm just I'm always so frustrated because I feel like everything about sex is just like the thing that's more risky for the female partner always feels better to the male partner yeah i'm that's so frustrating. pissed off all the time about it because it's like i i totally i mean i feel the same way because it's just like it's a, it's an easy thing to give more pleasure to your partner where it's just like oh yeah if that feels better to you go for it but at the but- same time it's like like that's that's where like i do draw the line with the like not being cummed inside because I'm like, well, straight up, <laughs> if I got pregnant, I would feel like a fucking idiot because the only reason I let you do this is because you're like, oh, it would feel so good if I came yes. inside you. You know what I mean? And and we're in different situations because that's 100% real. Is that like m- men need to realize that these things are at to the detriment of women. Like right. I'm in this relationship where I, one, we're very yeah. protected and I know I'm not going to get pregnant. And I know that if I did get pregnant, I would have all of the support from him right yeah so i'm not worried but if i was hooking up with random people i'd probably cut their dick off if they asked me (laughs) for that (laughs) it's true (laughs) gentlemen um like they there just needs to be this awareness like i feel like they don't know what they're like oh it'd be hot they don't know what they're asking for they don't they don't understand the weight of what they're asking for because it's like like that's the problem there's not really the same thing that i could ask of a man but i wish there was something that was like the equivalent of danger for them where it's like oh gee, i think you- <laughs> you'd be so hot if i made you drink this thing that could 30 that has a 30 percent chance of killing you it'd be pretty cool <laughs> i think you should just turn it on them where there'd be like um they're like oh i want to come inside you and you're like yes i want that because i want to get pregnant i want to bleed you dry for child support for the rest of your life actually that's not like a bad idea that's pretty fucking funny never mind okay i take it back i'll pull out i guess (laughs) i guess this is a lot of work for me you know And it's like You're sex. Really asking a lot. It's like I didn't even come during sex that one time, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, it's so hard to like." I have to pull out. <laughs> Fuck off! I love it. <laughs> I love the inherent inequality in heterosexual I, God, sexual so, relationships. It's so frustrating because it's like all I crave is like sex. <laughs> But it's like there's so there's so much of this bullshit involved in it. We're like, ah. That's actually so real. I've been thinking about that. How just kind of the weight, even when I have like this amazing partner, like the weight of gender norms and things like that are always over our relationship. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It's always something that, you know, even though we're like really good friends and we're we're both woke as hell, uh, (laughs) 
it's like, oh, am I doing a lot of the housework? And then I have to be like, oh, is this a gender thing? I don't know. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot to like worry about, even outside of sex. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, totally. So it's kind of crazy. And it's it's hard because it's like probably yes to some extent, but then it's also like how much of that is is reasonable to like like how much of that is 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 worth being like worth bringing up any sort of like conflict over versus like how much of it's just like yeah this is something that does need to change socially Mm -hmm. eventually i'm not gonna (laughs) single-handedly change that i don't know it's it's weird and it's definitely weird i feel like it is it's just that extra layer where it's like okay there's this inequality in the relationship and then there's this extra layer that's like is this because of like these deeply socialized gender norms or is this just something that has happened in our relationship yes and the answer is yes (laughs) <laughs> it's like yeah uh, maybe some of it yeah i don't know it, it is interesting though i mean just in general i hear from women all the time where they're like uh it's so frustrating that i have to make all the meals and do all the child care mm-hmm. but my it's nice that my boyfriend slash husband slash male partner cleans up sometimes and i'm like hmm, hmm i know I'm, i mean that's not my place but also it is it is hard to watch <laughs> it's it's definitely strange because also there's this extra layer where you're like well i don't want to disrespect her autonomy and her relationship and be like hey you're yes exactly i don't want to be like like, this isn't this is too much i can't get into this maybe (sighs) it's fine maybe it isn't (laughs) i don't know i don't know uh i'm just i'm asking men to do the bare minimum and think about your actions every now and then you just you just are a man hater. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just because a TikToker cheated on you one time. <laughs> just because a TikToker. <laughs> I'm not going to go. <laughs> We're not going back. We're moving forward. Moving forward. Just because a TikToker insisted on raw dogging it with me and then broke that trust. <laughs> Every time you say raw dog in it, I lose my mind. I do too. It's so funny. It is so funny to me. And, so and raw. Just because it, it's exactly what it is. It's raw. <laughs> it's raw, which means it's dangerous, right? Because like raw meat's kind of dangerous. Susie, that was so deep. <laughs> Thank you. I try. I didn't realize your jokes had so much depth to them. Listen, I put a lot of work into them. <laughs> I put a lot of thought and research into them. <laughs> Whoa, it's gone off the rails in the best way possible. Because I love that I can I can air these like internal conflicts that I have to you and also everyone else. <laughs> everyone who listens. Yeah. I'm definitely so just in the last month a lot we've gotten an increase in people in our lives listening to this absolutely and i'm trying not to let that stop me but i do get this like anxiety where i'm like oh my god yeah we're gonna hear my policy on being cummed in <laughs> my policy on being a cum dumpster um, <laughs> we must be in a committed monogamous relationship for at least three years <laughs> my life as a cum rag <laughs> chapter one i wish i could squirt so then i could also make my male <laughs> partners come dumpsters you know what i mean i don't even want to unpack that honestly. why not isn't that a perfectly valid thing to want bean here's my thought 
all it takes to be a cum dumpster is heart. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say heart. <laughs> I love that. We're on the same wavelength. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's amazing. I didn't even have, like, I had, like, one drink. And it truly <laughs> just, like, every every semblance of a boundary i had is just gone shattered shattered yeah i've been i've had multiple i've been progressively okay i'm not getting drunker i've just been this level of drunk for probably like four hours (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) it started with dinner and then it's like oh we're doing strumpets after dark tonight i need to get Um, another drink keep that buzz going guess keep it you're a bad influence on me Susie. i did you're the one that said strumpets after dark let's get drunk so don't like because i (laughs) i listened to gus and eddie after dark today and i was like that's a good idea oh yeah late it was cute well like this has been probably the most fun i've had recording in like forever so i'm having a great time so maybe we're gonna listen to this though and we're like we're not as funny as we thought we were that's 100 gonna happen but i don't care and i will post it anyways and we will get canceled by david and that's okay with me okay but that's gonna happen no matter what we do yeah exactly. david is anti-cum dumpster i said it well that's not what he told me in private <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. It was a, f- it's a his anti cum dumpster thing is kind of a facade. Okay, sorry, I won't. Oh, I won't. Drag. It's kind of a hip, 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 hypocrisy thing. I think it might be. I don't know. We should. Okay, can our first like real guest be David? I want that so bad. I think that'd be so funny. Because we talk, we actually talk about him a lot on the podcast. <laughs> kind of weird, but people are probably like, "Who is this?" But just look at any comments on any of our stuff, and it's going to be David, and you're gonna it's see, David. you're gonna see why we talk about him. <laughs> actually, we also talk about Eric quite a bit. Um, my sister was texting me about the podcast, and she was like, she saw Eric's comments on our SoundCloud that was like, "I listened to this with my grandson." <laughs> She's like, "Was that real?" Oh my god, that's true. Like, yes. So we should have, I mean, we should have all our friends on as guests at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Eric and David are both the people that we just randomly mention the most. And they're just kind mm-hmm. of these people in our lives that have just, they're, they're, the way they interact with our podcast in particular is so special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so. Dude, David's been there since day one. Like, just he listening. has. I'm like, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how he does it. But no he- one has ever loved me that much. It's true. Mm-hmm. Not even me. I kind of like don't know. Not even a little bit. Not even close bit. to you, honestly. Like, yeah, kind of, kind of gross, actually. <sighs> I know, dude. We're already at fifty-four minutes. Should we record two episodes? Holy shit! Probably we don't have to. Yeah, should we? You could it's try. eleven. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's eleven. We could try. Yeah. We, we could try. Yeah. I just feel like the energy's here right now. It's rare. Yeah, I kind of feel like if we have the momentum, we might as well do it. So, are you thinking we should should we end this episode and then just start recording another one? Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you're vibing with? I think so. I okay. think so. Right. Should we end it? Should we end it like this, just saying, "Hey, should we record two episodes?" <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, because the people need to know this is how we do things. <laughs> totally unplanned unplanned like the pregnancy bean is carrying in her penny filled womb (laughs) i thought the pennies would work i had a plan not if you're a cum dumpster my friend not if you're a cum dumpster (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know like why I have to right? keep saying that. I'm so sorry. It's a good word. It's a good word. It's funny. It's like raw dog, cum dumpster. They're both so, <laughs> so real. They're so like gross. They're like They're gross nasty. words, but also really funny. Really funny. And they describe exactly what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's end it.